Right, and this is another Talking Tech episode on cliffcentral.com. Good day, good evening, good morning, wherever you're listening in to us from. My name is Liron Segev. I am known as The Techie Guy, and my blog is thetechieguy.com. And the point of our wonderful show is to make tech easy. Not only geeks who know what's going on, we all need to know what's going on because we all use this stuff on a daily basis. And today we have a very, very special lineup, um, but I can't do this by myself. I mean, really, it's very lonely to do this. So I got um, Rianetti in the studio. She's the cyber health activist, author, speaker, and presenter, amongst many, many other things, believe it or not. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you, Leroy. What? Are we ready for this? We're definitely ready for this. Okay. So Renette's speciality, speciality is all about cyber. It's all about bullying. It's all about kind of protecting us online. Um, so she's going to have lots and lots and lots to say. I'm hoping. Yes. Yes. There's lots to say. I hope she's had lots of caffeine this morning. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's just kind of set the scene, set up what's going on today. Today we are speaking to Stephanie from the Twitter Blanket Drive. Okay, that's going to be quite interesting. See yes. how Twitter has been used to do some good um, rather than bitching and moaning like we always do on Twitter on a Monday morning. Um, and then excitingly, after our first guest, we've also got Steve Hoffman, who's going to be on our phone. He's going to be talking to us all about his latest movie as well as some cyber issues that we've been, that he's been having, experiencing. Um, she spoke to him on the way here. Yes. Um, I think he's pumped and ready to do this as well. Yeah. So I think, um, only way to do it is let's kick it off with Stephanie. I don't know if we've got her on the line yet. Stephanie, you here? Hi, Lynette. Hey, how are we doing? Well, thank you. Excellent, excellent. So, Stephanie, I was online over the weekend and I saw this hashtag popping up everywhere. Hashtag TBD2015. Uh, what's this all about? Right, Niran. Um, it's all about TBD stands for the Twitter Blanket Drive 2015. And uh, this is a, a call to the nation to assist us to keep South Africa warm during winter. Okay. So we all know that it's kind of, this is the time of year when, you know, things are getting a bit nippy in the air. Um, and people still complain driving to work in their air-conditioned car and the heated cars. So you're doing something slightly different. So what, what, tell us the actual nitty-gritty. What does that Twitter blanket drive actually means? Right, what we do is uh, we are calling on the Twitter community to, like you say, do something positive and tweet across the networks about collecting blankets for the people who really need it, people on the street. We're holding um, these events nationwide. It's not only in Pretoria, that is the one I'm heading up. Uh, we're taking part in Cape Town, Johannesburg, Durban, Port Elizabeth, East London, Neisner and Paul. And we also have some other, um, other cities coming in later this week, perhaps. Um, and we also have the Instagramming community that's come on board, and they're holding Insta meets and posting photos all under that hashtag TBD2015. And what we're asking the community to do is to donate blankets, really. As simple as that? As simple as that, to tweet about it, to talk about it, to, to make it as relevant and as exciting as possible. And then, of course, we do have our, our gala events on the 28th of May right across the country. And we're eager for you to come and join us in the party. 
Sounds good. But now tell me, so people, uh, this sounds way too simple. So how does it, so I buy a blanket from anywhere, I bring it to a collection point, and then what? That's exactly it. In Pretoria, we've actually made it so simple that we actually have blankets ready um, for purchase from the reception at the Fire and Ice Hotel in Menlin. And you come and you purchase a blanket, you put your name down on your RSVP list, and you get entry into our fantastic gala event that has four artists lined up and comedians. So it's really a win-win. Okay. Nice. Uh, And once you get, like, hopefully these massive amounts of blankets... What do you do with them? Right. They go um, across to um, selected NGOs that will distribute it to the people on the street. And we also encourage the people who uh, donate blankets to put your name down on a list that you are able to actually come with us when we go and do a blanket drop on the street. And that's very cool. Yeah. It's nice nice not just kind of do a one-self donation, but actually see that it's going to the right people. There's always the skepticism. I mean, I think it's it's a a big South African thing where, well, everyone's skeptic. You know, I'm going to give these blankets. I'll probably sell it at Mr. Price tomorrow morning, you know. Mm. Um, but it's nice to be able to actually go and see your physical blanket being donated to someone who actually needs it. So that's Absolutely. quite a cool idea. It's very cool. And indeed, we take photographs and you're able to see the, the looks on people's faces when they receive these blankets. And it really gives everyone an opportunity to not just be involved in cyberspace, but actually to come down to ground level, hand it Absolutely, over, yeah. have real eyeball time. Because that's something we miss in when we just interact online, right? And that's exactly it, is that we, it's easy. You click a link, you donate a little bit of money, and then you kind of log off and go to Tasha's for lunch and you forget all about deed. it. And then I'm done and I've got my good deed for the day. Yeah. Um, whereas this is kind of, it's nice to be able to get out, walk the streets a bit and actually see the conditions that people actually live under. Yeah. Um, and maybe you'll stop complaining in your BMW on the way to work on a Monday morning, right? Yeah, while having your coffee. Well, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that's quite cool. So, if people want to get more information, um, what should they do? Is there a website or should they just follow the hashtags? Right. I would love you to follow the hashtag, tags the TBD2015. However, we have an email address. It's twitterblanketdrive at gmail.com. Okay. And we can also tweet at TBD Africa. That's our main um, handle on Twitter. Nice. And then we also have a national coordinator in Cape Town. Her name is Marensha. She's doing a fantastic job. And her telephone number is 074-181-7899. So if people want to get involved, basically get off your asses and do something. Um, and next time you're complaining that your heater isn't working, just think that if people are actually sleeping on those streets without a heater and, in fact, without even a blanket. So Absolutely. you've got to do your bit. And well done for using cyberspace to do such sure. a fantastic project. It's really refreshing. And for the positive, you know, yes. rather than mm, mine, mine, mine. Right? Yeah, it's, this is fantastic. Oh, we should go and share this and repost and retweet and these types of things. Everybody get online, get into it, and it's great. You see, even our show on a Monday morning, we're starting out positively, damn Woo-hoo! it. <laughs> yes. It's fantastic. Well, Stephanie, <laughs> thank you very much for taking your time out. Um, we look forward to following up with you. Um, will you keep us posted? Let us know how your blanket drives is going. Um, tweet at cliffcentral.com and let us know what's going on. Send oh, us some we pictures. Will certainly do that. We'll also invite you to that uh, gala event. Sounds very exciting. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you very thank much for your time. Much. Be good. Speak to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was quite cool. Hey, yes. I, I, I think I like the fact that these kind of these group crowd initiatives happening in cyberspace at the moment. Yes. Um, and Twitter's a great platform for it because it's nice, it's short, it's sweet. Uh, you attach a picture, it's visual, people retweet it, um, and it really doesn't take too much out of your time or your bandwidth. Just 
do it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I think the we forget um, that um, you know people forget how privileged they are. It doesn't matter what level of life you have, mm. you still you got to remember these people better than you. They're still people much worse off than you. Yeah. So when you, as I, I, know, I keep on kind of joking about this whole driving in your BM to work story, but um, that's exactly what happens is that you think, oh, you know, oh, my car's got to go in for a service and, uh, you know, yes. the highway is packed and my cappuccino just spilled and, oh, my, I have to get my car valeted. Mine, 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 yeah. mine. Okay. Yes. But these people this morning who woke up without breakfast, who still went to school, um, yeah. Who still did their thing and just puts it in perspective a bit. It's very right. Because I sometimes, when I feel sorry for myself, I think, you know what, stop it. Because you dream, you are living someone else's dream life. 100%. So, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly right. Is that whatever you think you are, you know, everyone wants to improve themselves. So yes, it's always good to aim higher. You just got to remember sometimes that where you are now is actually okay. Yeah. You know, you've done, you've, to get to this point, you've done well. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice story. Yeah, I thought also, I spoke over the weekend. We were very excited to see this thing happening. I was wondering what this TBD 2015 was. She explained it. I said, no, Monday morning, cancel what you got on. We're on the show. <laughs> That's it. All right, very, very cool. So just um, whilst I'm speaking of kind of um, cyberspace and all that's going on, um, I saw a very, I suppose, a little bit more of a disturbing story that happened over the weekend. Um, I don't know if you saw the story about how – Darth Vader, a picture of someone with a Darth Vader suit or mask yes. went horribly wrong. Yes. Okay, which is just ridiculous. So basically it just shows you the worst side of social media. Yeah. Um, and basically what happened was someone took a picture, um, you know, and he went to some, to, to some of the kids saying, I want to take a picture for my son. Will you take a picture with me? Or something along the, along those lines. And the mother basically said, Oh, this guy's a pedophile. She reported him to their center management. But he didn't stop there. She went online and said, if you see this guy, call the police. He's yes. wanted on so many charges. And she blew the story up. Yeah. That thing went viral. And this poor guy, he's actually completely innocent. Um, all he was doing, he just wanted to take a picture to send to his child. Absolutely yeah. innocent. Um, he, just this whole thing just went completely, completely horribly wrong. And, you know, once you've got that kind of stigma behind you saying you've been accused as a, as a pedophile, it's a little hard to come back from that, you know. It's tough because it was shared so many times. Yeah. I think it said 120,000 times something or like something. That, yeah. But um, it, what's bad is that every time someone searches his name, exactly. those will come, come up, up first. Exactly. It doesn't matter what he's done in his life pr- you know, prior to this sure. incident. And I think it makes us aware that you can't just go and take a photo and share it. It's not your right. And uh, this woman did come back and say she's sorry. She's sorry she yeah. did. She, she really apologized and she only realizes now the, the devastation she's caused. Um, but there are two sides of the story for me. The first is, remember, everybody has a camera mm-hmm. and most of them think that they are directors. So they <laughs> will film you and take photos of you. So we always have to keep that in mind. Sure. The other side is, if you are the one who's constantly taking the photos, be careful what you do with that. Sure. Especially when kids are involved, we need to protect them even more. Absolutely. And um, I actually commend her for being so alert and aware. However, then uh, you go the right is, yeah. route and, you know, report it to the security, then report it to police, etc. But she, this is a serious case of defamation. Completely. And, um, he, he could actually, um, take fair, further legal action. 
um, just to help his online profile. No, it, it, it's what she said is that she did the right thing by being alert about her kids. She wants to protect her kids. And as a parent, I fully understand that. Um, someone dodgy comes up to your children. Mm. You want to protect them. Okay. But then let kind of the law takes its course. Let um, center management handle it, security yes. handle it, let the police. It's not up to you to, to be judge, jury, and executioner. Yes. And so I've taken a picture of you. Now I'm accusing you of this. And then post it everywhere and end of, st- and end of story. But, it's a bit know, harsh. You know what was interesting is the fact that he obviously didn't know her. Sure. But she posted it and his friends started calling him to say, listen, yeah. your photo is online. Mm-hmm. So it shows you social media. We are just all connected. We're just connected. Somewhere it's going to come out. And um, as parents, we have to remember our kids will see those photos one day we post today. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and but people don't realize the severity of this. Mm. Um, you know, you take a photo innocently, um, thinking it's all in good fun, but who knows where that photo is going to land up? And that cyberspace can be used for good, can be used for bad. So we just saw a great example of it being used for good to get a whole bunch of blankets. Yes. Uh, here's the exact opposite of here's somebody's reputation who's going to be very difficult to recover. That's what you said. Do yeah. a quick search and what has come up. Mr. Pedophile. He isn't. Yep. And just so, by the way, um, online reputation management is key. And um, I'm actually going to be focusing on that. And the reason for us to remember that is when you apply for a bank loan, a job, etc., your online reputation is going to be Absolutely. It's checked. It's there. It's there. And there are agencies who actually can manage this for you. So this, this example that we just discussed, this guy can actually go to um, – an agency like that to help him fix, to just to, fix, to, it. To fix, to fix yeah. his image. Um, on WeChat, by the way, if you need to get a hold of us and join the conversation, WeChat, the official Cliff Central account is there. Um, you can use Twitter, so at cliffcentral.com. Um, if you want my personal one, it's at Liron, L-I-R-O-N underscore S-E-G-V. And then Rianette, your Twitter account or? I'm at Rianette, R-I-A-N-E-T-T-E. Okay, just so if you that's need to it. get a hold of us, um, that's a good way of doing it. Bradley did exactly that on on the Cliff Central WeChat account. And Bradley's comment is, people keep forgetting that nearly everybody has a camera. And in the selfie generation, um, in the selfie generation of ours, pictures get taken without thinking. Um, and it's a good point because you kind of snap a photo maybe of you yes. taking a selfie and saying, hey, look at me. But what's going on behind you? You know, some guy walked yes. around with his girlfriend and basically his wife finds out. Uh, <laughs> not so good, right? Well, I don't know if I feel sorry uh, for him. Though. I don't say you feel sorry. I'm just saying not so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, good point, Bradley. I mean, it's the point is we just snap away, merrily upload. Definitely. Um, just be aware of that everything, every um, action has a reaction. So, just a, just, just a heads up on that. So, coming up after a quick break, we're going to be speaking to... Steve Hoffman is going to be telling us about his social media, what he's been up to. Um, he's got a, a new movie that's coming that's coming out. So let's um, uh, let's play a quick song from his upcoming movie. Let's do that. Clipcentral.com. Com. <laughs>
Right, this is from an upcoming movie that Steve Hobman is going to tell us all about it. And I think we have him on the line. Steve, are you there? Yes, Leroy, you can hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Grand, sir, uh, thank you. I thought that song would be less depressing if you heard it outside the movie, but it is. I don't know, we, 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 picked, we picked the best spot for it, right? <laughs> right there, honestly. <laughs> just, just to kind of, all right, so, so on that Monday note, you've got to tell us. So what? you've been busy, you've been absolutely hectic. Upcoming movie What's the movie called What is it all about The movie's called Trio Crohn's I was approached by Phoenix Films About uh, a year ago For the idea Of course I jumped at it Because it underlines um, A campaign of mine That's already 15 years old But I'm euphoric About the uh, The premiere attendance Firstly about A thousand people arrived To come see What's sure. going on there um, And attention now Suddenly You know To the skyrocketing And increasing Far murder incidents In South Africa I hear my stats repeated in movies and in carte blanche. Right. Stats I was vilified for for years for making up genocidal figures. Today I feel mm. positively sidelined, but I feel elated <laughs> and, and vindicated. So the campaign is about is about two things. Um, the one is that, that one day you wake up to find that the most murdered minority in the world is not in Somalia or Sudan or Baghdad, but it's in your immediate family. And two, you realize that the world narrative has changed so much that it cannot afford your people one inch of sympathy, and you ask yourself, has the planet gone out of its mind? So I'm very happy to be making the movie. We've talked about this. We've written about it. We've written songs about it. We're making movies about it. It wasn't carte blanche. Mm -hmm. And damn, now it's on Fifth Central. Ta-da! Look at that. We're rocking and riding. When when are we expecting it to be out? The movie should be out by the 29th of May all over the country. Oh, around the corner. if you, if you think you're going to watch a small little Afrikaner pity party, you may be in for a hell of a surprise. It's a full-blown South African movie, and um, you will be surprised who the victims are at, at one single farmer. Everybody is affected. Um, so I think that's what that's mm-hmm. what the, the movie sets out to do. It was written by younger, less angrier people. Then <laughs> you're going to get a more objective view of the whole thing. But it's great. I mean, the thing is, it's giving it's giving it the right the right voice, um, and and it's a, it's a topic that needs that needs to be discussed. But um, we don't want to go. We don't want to give away the plot. We don't want to give away what it's up. I mean, it's around the corner. It's another what ten ten odd days to go. Um, is it going to be around the country? I'm yep. going to be around. I'm going to be um, seeing some of the premieres. Right. Uh, uh, the first one being this week. We're already with some um, AfriForum guests. We're going to watch it. Uh, I hope I can see it elsewhere in the country with, nice. with South Africans um, of all of all groups. You can see, you know, we are making. We are also today making serious movies that don't all, all have to be slapstick and falling around. And, yeah, well, that's and exactly. Yeah. It, it's nice yeah. it's taken up to that level that it's um, you know that your money has been well spent. It's no longer this kind of. Oh well, we've got to make a movie. It's going to be crap. So, uh, let's you know, it seems that we have that reputation, especially in our sure. towns, that if you don't fall around slapsticky and sing songs uh, to each other, it's just not going to work. So, no, some serious content is not that. No, well, that's cool. Yeah, I must say, Steve, the the previews that I've seen, the song, it's really gives my it gives me goosebumps. I can't wait to see it, and it's it's really fascinating from a cyber b- point of view, and um, like we're speaking about cyber health issues and so forth. It's really good to see how this the cyber highway is helping us to drive this vehicle and to drive this message. Um, and I mean, Steve, with over 145. Um, thousand Twitter followers and 309,000 plus likes on your Facebook page. It's obvious to see that um, the power of social media works well for you. 
Um, it does. Mm. It does. I, I, I'd like to blame a few things. I used the word sidelined earlier. When you think like me, slightly centre-right, only, only for, the, for the specific purpose that I'm slightly overcautious in a country like this. In any other country, I would have been quite a splendid little liberal. But, um, you know, I changed my mind over 20 years. I tried to be more cautious. So we are kind of sidelined by mass media, which is a bit of a liberal affair, understandably. Um, but, but social media has come to save people like me. It's come to save a lot of crazies out as well. Mm-hmm. But everybody has a voice now. We all have to educate ourselves because we're reading everything. And you have to be, you have to be I suppose, judgmental about what you read. It's good to, to criticize and attack. I take a lot of criticism and a lot of flack on the social media. It takes a lot for me to block someone. I only block you if you are only there for insults or if you are hogging some of my timeline space there for something to shouldn't be, <laughs> yes. I eventually remove you. But all in all, I, I, like, I like criticism. I love the debate. Um, I've gone to bed about one o'clock in the morning and then a black gentleman from Soweto asks a really powerful question and he keeps me awake <laughs> until the sun comes up. I love that. No, but, yes. but, but I think that's the point of social media is that and that's the whole thing is that everybody has a voice. And, you know, and because we're all so different, we're never going to agree 100% on 100% of everything. And that's what social media just does to you. It says, listen, I've got an opinion. You might not like it, but it's my opinion. Um, you know, it's a, what was the famous word? It says, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Um, <laughs> so it's like that kind of thing that I, I want to say what I want to say. And this is the great thing about something like Eclipse Central, where it gives people the voice as well. We're not kind of, we unradio. We're not kind of dictated to by traditional media. And therefore we can have these kind of frank discussions. And, you know, my, my opinion is just exactly that. It's just an opinion. You might not have to agree with that. You might not have to like it. And we can engage and we can have a debate. At the end of the day, We'll walk away either saying, look, I respect you for your opinion. You have to respect me for mine. Or we're going to walk away saying, mm, what an asshole. I never want to speak to him again. Or we'll walk away and say, all right, I see your point. Let me, let me, let me rethink mine. But if we have ability to have that kind of conversation. Is that what you're finding on your, on, on your side as well? I am, you know, and as you speak there, of course, there's nothing wrong with you saying. It's exactly that's how I feel about it as well. But there will even be someone standing up saying that what you said now is oh, hogwash. Sure. <laughs> You're going to have to be strong, you know. Sure. Um, so they want to limit that voice. Um, the, uh, the interesting case for me was the Chester missing case, where the media portrayed it as me trying to gag a comedian, which is exactly what did not happen. And I suppose I didn't follow the court case. Uh, the comedian did nothing on stage. Uh, there's no way that I will ever gag a comedian. I was the first African roast. Fourteen comedians yeah. mm. really cornered me and nailed me. I would yes. have had lots of court cases if that kind of thing upset me. It doesn't <laughs> upset me at all. It's what he did when he wasn't on stage, um, uh, getting people to mobilize against um, my income and, of course, my sponsors. And he succeeded sure. to, a, to a certain degree. Yeah, all right. All those sponsors, you know, were replaced by other sponsors, but that's not the point. So I, I asked the court for protection for this kind of thing, and um, of course the court strangely denied it. Now we're all surprised by that, and I, you can uh, verbalize it any way you want to, but it shows you here's one place where I think the wrong person was nailed for um, gagging the other person. Yes. So it's, it's, you have to think very carefully. But what has liberated me, mm-hmm. I suppose, is the other thing we keep discussing now, social media and the incredible freedom that you have on me. Um, things rose from, from that movement. We have an extra site out there called the Million Stimmer for Steve. For somewhere along the line, I made a promise that if I get a million votes, I'd consider politics, mm-hmm. and no less than a million votes. And somebody mm-hmm. um, started this, this campaign.
campaign, and within five weeks, they already have over 200,000 votes on me. It's a little shocking because I'm not quite prepared. Yeah, uh, yeah, you prepared. put it out there. <laughs> yeah, I really put it out there. But um, it just shows you that there's an incredible need for it and um, a need for people to think like me. Well, and, yeah. um, and, and I think, uh, Steve, I agree. And, and, and on, on, that, on that note is the fact is that there is a big world out there. And, and what we tend to think is that we all travel in our little circles. And we tend to kind of bounce off each other's ideas and we say, all right, well, that's it. The whole world thinks like the five of us think around this brow on a Sunday. But does it, that's not the case. There's a big bad world out there and you're going to get the positive, you're going to get the negative, you're going to get those that agree with you on some points, those that don't agree with you on other points. Um, but again, social media gives you that kind of, that kind of voice. So on your like, kind of your social media side, have you got like a criteria that you can decide what should to post, what not to post, or is it kind of it springs to mind and out it goes? How do you, how do you handle that? Well, I'd like to think that everybody thinks that what they're posting is the truth, even if you call someone and ask them for a dickhead, you know. But um, we, we've decided that I'd like to say constitutional. The Constitution says um, we, the Constitution gives privilege to freedom of expression, but it gives two exceptions to it or warnings, and that is firstly if it promotes hate speech or if it uh, mm-hmm. leads to Crime, so, so it uh, leads to yeah to, um, to to crime and bloodshed. That's the kind of thing that you want to avoid. So you will not get from my mouth any song, any poem, or any sentence that says "Go out there and kill someone, bring me my machine gun, sure. or kill the boers." They are right. This is not the kind of thing that people do. We don't care how traditional it is. And I've gone through our entire FR car, which is the canon of uh, Afrikaans traditional songs. And mm-hmm. We don't have any. Uh, of those kind of songs. What about our proud and, and our little victories? But they're not, never about going out there and vilifying other people. So, um, so I, I keep those uh, those guidelines for myself. And also, when I block other people, I, I think you know I'm very lenient there. But if it gets too much, I just block someone. It's actually nice to block people because it gives free flow to some of the other yeah. opinions out there. Yes, but it, it, it does. I mean, at the end of the day, there's your timeline. It does. You, you can. You do have the choice to say. Um, I'm prepared to engage up until a certain point, but there's only so much you can say to someone, you know, um, and there's lots of trolls out there who are there just to poke the stick. You just got to read any of those kind of News 24 or IOL comments, and then you got to realize, hell, I mean, there should be a test before you can get online. Um, you know, if you can do one plus one, you qualify, but most of the people kind of really can't. Yeah, that's Um, true. And I think they poke on purpose to try to get those kind of reactions. Yeah, I know. Steve, you just touched on something very interesting and that I find um, crucial for people to realize is that in terms of hate speech and, you know, motivating crime, when defamation becomes part of the story, then doesn't matter if you're the one defaming someone or if someone else goes and likes it or retweets it or shares it um, or even if they're tagged in that post, they are also liable for whatever the cause of and the chain of reaction is going to be. So I think in your case, um, and being in the spotlight and having such a big influence, it, it must be quite tough sometimes not to say certain things that do come to mind. But what I would like to know is the people who, who you find, um, the ones that you finally, um, defriend and take off your, your timelines and so forth. How do you deal with harassment? I mean, it, it, when we speak about kids, we speak about cyberbullying, but when it's adult to adult, it's, it's actually termed harassment. How do you deal with that? It is a little tough. Um, I'm going to take the, the tough one out here, unfortunately, and that may count against me later, that I don't believe that there is harassment or HP, like the courts, I don't believe it exists unless you can sow some sort of damage 
Um, you can't tell me that you are offended. I don't fall for offended anymore. I mean, the Western province uh, rugby team offends me. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. I can't take them away, and they're out there, and that's that. <laughs> and they're sneaking up on the blue bulls, as you know. But um, <laughs> so, unless you can really prove damage to me at this stage, you're not going to get away, and it seems you're not going to get away in a court as well. I was very young when I tried that for the first time. It just doesn't work. The court doesn't care defamation all that much. You know, they'd rather go for freedom of speech, especially if the defamation comes through the media. So I would say, mm-hmm. I would say concentrate on, on real, um, on real damage as if something you can prove and say, listen, this is how I was damaged. Now, I could do this in court, but of course I wasn't, I wasn't hurt on that one. I'm fine with that. Uh, I think that's one good criteria. Um, the hate speech, you know, I even let a lot of foul language go by because I'm not really really phrased by all that. I wonder, it's always amazing that we think that the generation older than us um, do not understand these words. In fact, it's generations three times as old as I am that invented those words. <laughs> so yes, see, yes. We're not, we're, not kind of, we're not the kind of adults or generation that's phased by that kind of insult. But I, do, I can see when something is going to... Um, is, is going to slow down a specific conversation or something if they're trying to attain, you know, yeah. debate, let's say, on Twitter or, or, or Facebook. Yeah, because if you look at the, the definition of defamation, it really is when someone's character is being um, attacked and when you are influencing people in a way that they will look um, in a negative view. At someone. Is that the case we've had now with this, with this Darth Vader guy? Yes, exactly. Being accused of being a pedophile now. That's the one. So it yeah. impacts, it impacts that person's life in such a way that his job, everything, his family, his friends and so forth will look at him differently and then you could yeah. actually put a, a value to the, the actual, um, defamation case. But it's yeah. interesting how, you know, how you need to deal with it because I'm sure that you can. But the faction most guilty of that is the media because they have the power to find people guilty long before court cases, in fact, years before court cases. So um, I'd like to place that one before the media, and it seems that the, the law and the media are still going to have to sort out um, why they have this privileged position. If you're a celebrity, for instance, you have a lesser um, uh, claim on, on, uh, on, this, on this kind of insult because yes. they're seeing you as a public figure. I don't know how that makes you a lesser citizen in front of the before the Constitution, but it somehow does. But I've, I've grown a bit of a tough hide on that when you can call me anything, you know. Um, I think I'm too old. I think I've, I've, had, uh, I've done enough. I'm happy with, with, with where my life is going. I've had a great time. Um, I see that I'm the sum total of all the things I do and say, and not just the good things, you know. And that's how you, that's what character is. I make lots of mistakes and um, I say contestable things, but I, I'm in pursuit of the truth. Um, yes. and, and nothing more. And I think everybody else who puts anything on social media should really want that. Yeah. Um, to be attained, and that's the truth. So, I mean, there's that fine line because you know you've you've got the, you know, the media does kind of it does become judge, jury, and execution um, um, if they want to be. Um, and that's the fa- same things we follow all these reality TV shows. Um, and if you want to follow someone with a camera 24 hours a day for a certain period of time, you can make them look like absolutely anything. You know, there is, um, you know, this guy he he's constantly eating. And then you just show him shots of every time having breakfast, lunch, and supper. And that's the way people will perceive him. Yes. Uh, or someone who's constantly fighting. And because you just follow him around in enough times and eventually you'll get to that. Yeah. So we're all affected by what's around us and the kind of conversations that we're having. And this is what kind of tends to happen with traditional media. You know, they get, um, they have a story and, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. And, um, you know, no, that's, that's kind of, 
you, you want something that's topical, you want something that's controversial, because that's how you sell papers. But on social media, that does, those rules don't really apply. Yes, you can still look at someone in a certain light, um, but, and you still have your conversation within your Twitter followers, but there's going to be someone out there who will call you out on it, and you've got to be able to defend, to kind of, to defend against that. The problem is that it, it has an impact. So, you know, you go to sleep at night and somebody kind of, in the last 10 comments you've read were all negative, surely that's got to have some effect on you before you go to, you know, before you go to bed, right? Exactly, exactly. Sure. You've got to wrestle. And we've all, we've all done that. We've all been sapped with fingers. We all go back and we go, you look at our stats and we make sure that, um, you know, what the authority is of the articles we're reading and we are retweeting. Um, strange thing happened in a court in Cape Town when some bridges was, was nailed by them for, um, being responsible for the things that are passed on her, uh, social forums, which means it's not, she doesn't write them and yes. she doesn't even repeat them. Um, she doesn't even endorse them, but it's what people are saying. And so, um, I knew the court wouldn't get away with that because it's impossible for, for someone like me, for instance, with 200 and whatever thousand people on Facebook. Um, I must say, I, I can never, I can never get through the comments of even one entry. Yes. Sometimes up right, to right, 700, right. 700, 800, I can't read all those. So, um, we, we try and stipulate rules out there saying, guys, you know, just keep it nice, chill out, and let's get through it. Um, but it's impossible because, um, you know, then, mm. then you're imposing on somebody yeah. else's freedom of speech. How do you tell a person whose family was wiped out last night uh, uh, by Greeks and uh, not to like <laughs> to yeah. love Greeks, you know, yeah. as, as an example? So uh, there are a lot of emotional, a lot of people, they are just humans out there and um, fallible humans at that. So I, I don't actually have to police all that, and I, I'm not going to get around to policing all that. But when I enter something and when I write something, I'd like I enter these things and the way I go about my debates to be an example for all the people who follow me, and that's going to have to be good enough for now. Perfect. Well, it's got to be done. So, um, Steve, look, give us a two seconds. We're going to go for a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Guys, if you want to get involved with the questions, um, WeChat is at Cliff Central, is the official account, or on Twitter at Cliff Central. Come, um, get a hold of us, ask, ask some questions. I'm getting some stuff coming in via Twitter, and we'll get to these straight after this. At Sibanye Gold, we've come to realize that there's nothing small about SMMEs, the small to medium-sized businesses that employ millions of people and pay billions in tax every year, which is why we pride ourselves in providing support, leadership coaching, assistance, and advice to help grow SMMEs. You could say we're giving them a golden opportunity to grow. Sibanye Gold, we are one. Iwan Cleaners, Worcester. Kunrad speaking. Hi, Conrad. This is Chad from the Glen Gables Hotel in Worcester. We're looking for a new cleaning service. I found your number on the Internet. Would you be interested? Yeah, flip great. Where are your offices? Well, on the corner of Alaho and Aldo, across from the Beef Cack and Tack Shack. Cack and what? There's more than one Worcester out there. Reach a more relevant audience by advertising with the Yellow Pages. Visit yellowpages.co.za and get listed online with South Africa's most trusted business directory. Yellow Pages. For local, reliable results. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Segev on CliffCentral.com. Right, and we are back. This is Talking Tech on Cliff Central. Renette is in the studio with us. And on the line, we've got Steve Hopner. Still there, Steve? Yep, I'm still there. All right, just checking. You know, with our lines in South Africa, we got to make sure. I'm surprised we've got power to even make this call, but okay, let's not even go there. Um, Darren from PE sent a quick message on Twitter saying, awesome show. 
Um, so hearing Steph Hopmauer makes it even better. So glad we can make Thank your you Monday rocking and rolling. Um, we have got a quick question that has come in on Twitter from William. Basically, they want to know what lessons have you learned from your experiences on social media, and if there's anything you could do differently, what would you do? Would you do differently? No, I, I don't. I don't work like that. You know, I suppose you go through it all. You've got to try it once. You've got to try it for the first time. You will make mistakes. That's the way you learn. Um, I certainly learned that I can't please everybody, and if you try <laughs> sure. and do that, you'll just be the chameleon, and nobody nobody will give you any credence for that. I think. Um, I think find your place. Find your place in the world. Nice. And you find that by believing yourself and in the convictions and the things you experience around you. Write them down. Jot them down. Um, look in your language, of course. Everybody has that responsibility. That's what social media is about. As soon as you have a, a keypad in front of you, you're going to have to be able to know what you're saying. I am not a Twitter language police. I believe um, I believe there's one place in the world where you are allowed to uh, to make small spelling mistakes and <laughs> yes. because of the, the um, apart from that, we are all editors now. We are all journalists now. We all have opinions. It's given us our uh, Andy Warhol's 15 minutes of fame, or 15 seconds of fame for that matter. And um, anybody can have it. You can be completely ridiculous or incredibly um, resourceful, and the world will know who you are before 12 o'clock. Um, but <laughs> avoid the cliches, be original, and um, I suppose that's, that's the new planet social media is actually incredible. Yeah, and speaking about being incredible, and you mentioned something, a term which I love is we've all become citizen journalists, and with that comes a responsibility, of course. But what I want to ask you is, do you have any feel-good stories where social media connected you with someone or, um, I mean, you travel so much. Is there anything that happened on social media that you can recall that really made, um, you know, things work out well or that would not have been possible in the past? Oh, no, many of these. In fact, I, um, I try not to acclimatize it because <laughs> feel-good stories, of course, are few and far between, but they do come around. Yes. I just suppose that it connects people, you know, it connects people to, you know, if I say that um, I can date back the Hoffman family to 1690 uh, in, a, in a town in Ibenberg, I, will, I immediately have 25 family members from that town writing back wow. um, in German sometimes <laughs> and sometimes in Dutch. Um, so I can yes. translate all that stuff, which I can do. I can go to Google yes. and translate and get an idea of what they're saying. <laughs> That's a simple example. But um, back in South Africa, I just keep running into people that I thought I would never, ever see in my life. You know, I've, I've sung for just, I'm not that old, but I've sung just enough for, I don't read this wrong, for if you arrived at my concert at the age of 20 and you were pregnant, that child will arrive pregnant at my concert <laughs> right now with photographs of them inside their mother's stomach. It's like a crazy world. <laughs> Things we could never do before. Before, not, not just social media, but cameras and the way we send these things around. I, yes. I, I laugh. I must tell you, um, 80% of my life as an artist is actually not culture and politics. and uh, It's actually laughter. We have such a wonderful life and career. We live with the ironies all the time. We see so yes. many people. I still do three, four concerts a week I've done for 30 years. It's just such an honor. But the, you see the real, real country. You get out in small towns and then... Um, I would have had a fight about apartheid on, on, with Gareth Cliff, and I'd get out in a small town. I'd be surrounded by black people that come and pick you up for a photograph and smile <laughs> and laugh and we carry on with the lives. Amazing. That is what 90% of my life is about. It's not about fighting. And I get the idea of the people out there are just trying very hard to get 
a good little salary out there and send their children on a good way up ahead and they're not really inclined to know what they're talking about when they're out here on the road. So social media brings you just back, brings you back to the planet, which you yes. back on the ground and yeah. you um, realize you're not alone. Totally, and I think if you, if we could only see those, how the dots connect all over the world when we do interact online, it would actually be fascinating to just see how closely we are linked. Because now that you're talking about the number of years you've been singing and, um, you know, perfecting your craft, I was in, um, I won't say when, (laughs) but it was long, long enough ago for me to um, have sat there in my school, at my school and listened to you sing and perform. And it was just fantastic. So for me, it's quite an honor to be able to um, speak to you today about this topic. I mean, back then, you know, cell phones were kind of strange. Never mind (laughs) speaking to cyberspace, you know, through cyberspace. So I really value your time, Stephen. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on air. I mean, if you look at how far technology has come, we're having a cell phone conversation, uh, you know, from across somewhere in the country that's going out live at the moment will be podcast and available for anyone in the world to be exactly. able to download within, with, within minutes. Um, and that's technology and with great power doesn't come just great bills from ESCOM, but also comes great <laughs> responsibility. Um, and I think we used to have this thing called six degree of separation where we all connected, you know, mm. with six people, mm. not six pixels of separation. Oh, I like you know, that. Which is quite a, quite a, quite a cool thing. I wish I came up with that. I didn't. Do you mean related to Julius Malema? I've already put my mind If you, uh, if you try, uh, here's a challenge. We didn't say related. We said connected. Connected. But here's a challenge. I'm telling you, you could. <laughs> Wait, put it out there. You'll see. Watch your Twitter account go mental. Uh, Steve, thank you very much again. Really appreciate your time and chatting to us about this topic. All the best. All the best with the film. It's it's my second visit uh, with Cliff Central, and it's just always been splendid. It's been intellectual. It's been pacey. And um, and there's a lot of integrity, and I love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. That's what we're all about. Uh, All (laughs) my love to you, Cliff, and the other guys there. Thank you. Thanks so much, Steve. Take care. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Lilo Segev. On cliffcentral.com. You know what I mean. Okay, I mean, like, we have, we have some serious topics today. Um, yes. I, I, th- I think one of the questions that we keep on going to get, uh, we keep on getting again and again is, if I'm being harassed, what can I do about it? Yeah, it's a very good question because it's, <laughs> it's fine and well to say, okay, that's the, the, um, definition of harassment and this is what we shouldn't do and so forth. But, um, I'm happy to say that, um, the Protection Against Harassment Act is something that we should take note of. It has a clause for victims of harassment by means of abusive electronic communication via social media platforms, as well as sexual harassment, stalking, and school bullying, have great protection following the enactment of the Act, which came into operation on 27 April 2013. And um, now the question is, so who can apply for a protection order? And this is where it really gets exciting for me because um, – a minor under the age of 18 or anyone on behalf of the minor may make an application. So they do not need consent or assistance from the, the minor's parents. 
Because okay. in many cases, well, those exactly. are the people you suspect are harassing or actually um, hurting the child. So that's the one thing. And then in terms of cyberspace, anyone who is subject to harassment electronically via the Internet, social media sites, text messages or email can apply. And um, the place where you can go to find the information is www.justice.gov.za and if you search for Protection Against Harassment Act there's a list of forms that you can fill in and so forth. You have to report it to the police. Um, there's, pro- there's processes. There's a process but at least you'll get all the different all the relevant information there and you'll from an online point of view, there's lots of tools that you can use before you even go to the police. And um, one thing to remember is just if you're being harassed, never reply, take screen grabs as evidence, right. those type of things. And we've got forensic analysts in the country that we deal with cases like that. Yeah. So, I mean, with your with your work within your, within your kind of organisation, do you see a lot of these kind of things? Yeah, Safety Net is an organisation, a non-profit organisation that focuses on creating awareness right. for online bullying, cyber issues like this. And I must say, it's it's a huge issue. Besides the, how it impacts the youth, if you start looking at um, the people's behavior online, it's really, really important for us to, to take that responsible online engagement seriously. So Safety Net, yeah, it's, it's there to help, and we um, put a net of companies and organizations together to assist, from psychologists right through to legal, you okay. know, everything that you need. So th- th- there is something somebody can do out there. And I think we'll, between us, I think on um, future shows, we'll explore this more in depth, um, especially as kids. What can, what, what can they do? What are the options that are available to them? Because I think people feel very powerless. Yes. Um, and mm. cyberbullying is not just a problem for kids. It could be a problem for adults as well. Yeah. Because um, somebody can be stalked. Somebody can be harassed. Um, and it's actually a real safety concern here. And yeah. especially since... We live online at the, end of, at the end of the day. Everything is ones and zeros. You apply for a job, your picture will come out. Yep. Um, you know, people will do a search to see what is your personality, what are, what, what are you like. Um, and it's a problem. It's, it's a problem, and it's important for us to know how to react. Yes. Whereas people have a knee-jerk reaction. Somebody said this, let me quickly reply and send them that. But now you're engaging in mm-hmm. conversation, but you already could put, put it yourself on the back foot just by saying things you shouldn't be saying. Yeah, so very right. I think the idea is to grab sc- screenshots first, calm down, take a walk, and then realize what – and then kind of have a think about what is your – what what is your next kind of your your next step? Yeah. Do your research. Do your homework. Yeah, there's a lot of information online available. And something I still wanted to um, say earlier when when we had Steve on the line is that if you look at your online reputation, those bad photos and those bad negative comments and so forth, every time you go and read them just to see if someone else has commented mm-hmm. again and so forth, you actually make the search result yeah, put more them relevant. at top. Sure. So. Don't go and like those ones. Try to avoid them and the right. negative stories. And Google yourself. We should Google ourselves regularly to see what comes it's up. It's actually called an ego search. <laughs> it's actually a term for it. People should do an ego search all the time. And I think one of the cool tips that I've picked up along the years, um, Google has got something called Google Alerts. Yep. So what you can do is you can put any term in the world, and as soon as that Google finds that term, it will email it to you. And it will email it to you once a day, once a week, whatever your, your yes. period of time. I do that with not just my stuff, but I do it with my kids' names. So mm-hmm. as soon as somebody Clever. uses anything against my kids, if they if they actually will, mm. um, the second it hits the web, I'll know about it, and then yes. I'll have an ability to react. So here's a quick tip um, from you know, and we'll we'll have more of these tips in our future episodes. Yes, how to, what practically to do because we all know the theory, 
but we need the practical. So we'll have a practical what to do if you're being bullied um, at future episodes. But here's a quick one. Go to Google Alert, put your names in, family members, just in case somebody is being stupid and you're not aware of it, rather be aware of it and see what you can do. And I think that's all we have time for. Jeez, these hours fly by. Yeah. All this prep work and then it just disappears. Um, Renette, thank you very much for joining us. Um, uh, we're definitely having this again, right? It's my pleasure. Okay. I would love to. Yeah. Right. We cyber all need is, to know. Cyber is stuff that we all involved in. We all need to know about this. Um, someone wants to get a hold of you. What's the best way? Um, I would recommend they go to Safety Net's webpage and, um, Facebook page and Twitter and it's S-A-V-E-T net. So it's like saving a life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm at Rhea Net, um, on Twitter. And Perfect. Facebook is easy to find me. And then I see ego search. You gotta, 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 do, gotta do those searches. <laughs> yes. Um, guys, thank you very much for tuning in for another talking tech on Cliff Central. My name is Leron Sega with the Techie Guy. Get a hold of me on thetechieguy.com and, um, look out for us next week. We got bigger, better, always getting latest information. Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com.